Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Salucha. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is finding balance. <laughs> the goal of recovery is balance, that precious middle ground. Yeah, I was just actually having a conversation earlier that I didn't know that balance was a good thing till I got to the 12 steps room. Um, I was raised in a, like a very just one-dimensional culture, and... Um, you know, that combined with a fixed mindset led me to just kind of concentrate in certain areas of life. Back to the reading. Many of us have gone from one extreme to another, years of taking care of everyone but ourselves, followed by a time of refusing to focus on anyone's needs but our own. We may have spent years refusing to identify, feel, and deal with their feelings, followed by a period of absolute obsession with every trace of emotional energy that passes through our body. Sounds like an addict. Uh, I guess now I'm I'm just now starting to learn what where life like a or re- where recovery like a loose garment or however that goes. Anyways, back to the reading. We may succumb to powerlessness, helplessness, and victimization. Then we swing to the other extreme by aggressively wielding power over those around us. We can learn to give to others while taking responsibility for ourselves. We can learn to take care of our feelings as well as our physical, mental, and spiritual needs. We can nurture the quiet confidence of owning our power as equals in our relationships with others. The goal of recovery is balance, but sometimes we get there by going to extremes. Today, I will be gentle with myself, understanding that sometimes to reach the middle ground of balance, I need to explore the peaks and valleys. Sometimes the only way I can extricate myself from a valley is to jump high enough to land on a peak and then slowly ease myself down. And I think this, I think, I think the thing that really stands out for me from this passage regarding balance is the ability to make mistakes. And yes, there will be swings back and forth, but that doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong. It's just, you know, I'm giving myself permission to make mistakes and calibrate and get to balance now that I know that that is a worthy and important goal. The next reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go as well, and the topic is letting go of guilt. There's a good trick that people in dysfunctional relationships use, said one recovering woman. The other person does something inappropriate or wrong, then stands there until you feel guilty and end up apologizing. Wow. Wow. It's imperative that we stop feeling so guilty. Much of the time, the things we feel guilty about are not our issues. Another person behaves inappropriate. I saw this all the time growing up. That's why I was saying, wow. It's like the person who was not wrong was always the one apologizing to the person who was. Back to the reading. Another person behaves inappropriately or in some way violates our boundaries. We challenge the behavior and the person gets angry and defensive. Then we feel guilty. Guilt can prevent us from setting the boundaries that would be in our best interests and in other people's best interests. Guilt can stop us from taking healthy care of ourselves. Wow. I'm going to read that again. Guilt can prevent us from setting the boundaries that would be in our best interests and in other people's best interests. Guilt can stop us from taking healthy care of ourselves. And, you know, I think the reason I read that again is I I realized that guilt is not a reason to you know, not do what's best for you or not do healthy behaviors. Um, Back to the reading. We don't have to let others count on the fact that we'll always feel guilty. We don't have to allow ourselves to be controlled by guilt, earned or unearned. 
We can break through the barrier of guilt that holds us back from self-care. Push. Push harder. We are not at fault, crazy or wrong. We have a right to set boundaries and to insist on appropriate treatment. We can separate another issues from our issues and let the person experience the consequences as of his or her own behavior, including guilt. We can trust ourselves to know when our boundaries are being violated. Today, I will let go of my big and little guilty feelings. Light and love are on my side. That's so good. I'll read that again. Today, I will let go of my big and little guilty feelings. Light and love are on my side. The next reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is trait one. We became isolated and afraid of people and authority figures. So many of us shut down and hide because of our fear of people and authority figures. Wow, shut down and hide. Most of this fear stems from the way we were treated when we were young. Understandably, what we learned as children carries over into most everything we do today. Fear of our partner or boss, fear of success or failure, fear of conflict. The list can seem endless. Our childhood authority figures, our parents, were often physically, verbally, or emotionally abusive. One thing many of us thought we learned for sure, if anything went wrong, it was our fault. Yeah, it goes to, you know, I know they're two separate things, but, you know, guilt and shame, both of them can prevent me and have uh, from doing what is in my best interest. While working the ACA steps with a sponsor, we gradually and bravely uncovered the traumatic moments from our childhood that made such lasting impressions. No wonder we were scared. No wonder we held our breath and squeezed our muscles tight. Knowing what happened is what leads to change. One follows the other for a reason. All of our work bears fruit. At some point, the clouds open up and the sun shines through. We get it. We don't have to live in fear anymore. Freedom feels terrific. Thank you, higher power. On this day, I acknowledge the fears I've carried for most of my life and remind myself that I'm now safe. I take deep breaths and feel gratitude for the people in my life who are kind and loving. Wow, these are really powerful. There are There is a lot to be grateful for. Um, and I really like that line about freedom feels terrific. Thank you, higher power. And the final reading from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and it also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is a false self. The dysfunction is encoded into our souls as the false self. Many of us couldn't be ourselves as children. In order to survive, we bought our parents negative messages and then as adults. We repeated their dishonest justifications for crazy behavior. We remember our destructive false pride that wouldn't allow us to admit mistakes or feel vulnerable. On some level, we always knew what we were doing, but our false self was in charge and we didn't have the words or thought processes to do things differently or to express true feelings. What hurts the most is that for those of us who have children, we modeled this dishonest behavior for them. As much as we tried to stop ourselves, we just couldn't see our way through to show them a better side. In recovery, we now see that our wounds were so deep that it's hard to imagine that we had a hole that big in our soul. Today, we can see that our lack of honesty for so long is constant proof of the trauma we suffered as children. You know, that's the other thing is sometimes when I... In some high periods of recovery, I'm like, was I really traumatized? And the answer is absolutely fucking yes. Back to the reading. It's constant proof of the trauma we suffered as children and the reason we need ACA to break the cycle. 
This is where we strip away all the layers of shame that created our false self. We now more readily admit our shortcomings because as adults, we can handle any fallout. In doing so, we help keep the family craziness from growing. On this day, I release my false self and have the courage to admit when I'm wrong. I do this so that the hurts stop piling up for both myself and others. And that concludes today's episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause, because that's where God is, to love myself, to feel my feelings, and to be still and know.